Actually, Rock, the Rock gave him. I a was shout about out. to say the Rock, um, who is if he's not doing you know Chinese slurs, <laughs> has found. And anyway, he goes past us, and then I think the song had just ended, and he just passed us, and then suddenly I hear. For $1.99 a month, you can get Spotify Premium. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to Critical Banter, my friends. This is where we take the very best bits from your favorite late night shows and package them into a podcast. As you can see on our fine young athlete bodies, we are in the Australia World Cup jerseys, my friends. It is a World Cup special. With that, the first segment will be a tier list of of World Cups. Not, you know, (laughs) not, you know, is 1930 better than 1934? No. Is the Chess World Cup better than the Rugby League World Cup? And we all know 1934 was clear of 1930. Exactly. So it goes without saying, we'll be tier listing different World Cups and we'll also be giving our predictions, hot takes, God knows what, on the hot take segment. Beautiful. But before I throw up the week, we've got me and Miguel. We do not have Kush and Ro. It is a me and Sen special. Hello, Sen. We flirted the idea of doing a f- World Cup episode and both of them ran for the hills. To be fair, Kush said no straight away. Yeah, yeah, that's and true. And Rohit said true. he might be there. Well, he's just not here. It's happened a lot recently where Rose says he'll come and then he just never comes. And then it's just me and you left to our own devices. Is he still in, is he in the country? I think they have let him back into the country. All right. But maybe he's in like a holding facility or something. Who knows? Who knows? He tried to call him as well. No, no reply. So, yeah, exactly. Ro, if you're out there. <laughs> if you're out there. Let us know. Um, before we get into the World Cup formalities, I do have a few things I want to bring up to start off this week. Sure. Funnily enough, one is soccer related. Uh, sorry, football related. Just whichever whichever part of the world you're from, insert whatever correct term is there. Um, Our episode will change based on your geolocation. Can we do that? No. Oh, damn it. That would be sick. Actually, that would be so much editing for Kush. <laughs> just end, I'll just go soccer, <laughs> football, and just he cuts that into wherever we need to cut it in. Um, so obviously all the major leagues are on break right now because of the World Cup that's about to start tomorrow. Um, so what you have is a lot of teams are going around like, the, so for example, Liverpool are going to Dubai for like a training camp or some shit, like whatever, what does that even mean? <laughs> um, but you do have some European countries actually coming to Australia to play some friendlies, but it's not like the preseason friendlies where like you just see them passing the ball around for 90 minutes and nothing really happens. Like these guys are in the middle of their season. So they're, they're fit. They don't need like match fitness or anything. So these guys are fully fit and they're like playing proper soccer. So on, Thursday night, we went and watched Celtic versus Sydney FC, which is the Scottish champions versus the Australian champions. City champions. I don't know. I just decided to throw <laughs> that in there. <laughs> the last time I watched the A-League, they were the Australian champions. But I have to say, it was actually a pretty darn good game. Like it ended up 2-1 Sydney FC, so a bit of an upset. But like the quality of football itself was actually pretty decent. Like from both sides. From both sides. Sydney FC Loki were counter-attacking merchants, not going to lie. It's fine. It's like me on FIFA. Last on FIFA last it, night. Exactly. Um, but I have to say the most, I don't know if this is the right word to use, but the most exciting, exhilarating. No. You know what? Once I tell this story, you're going to realize that's not the right word to use. But the most eventful thing to happen at the game happened in the stands, actually. So we were sitting, so we got, I'm going to full disclosure, we got free tickets to these. I'm not paying to go watch Celtic versus Sydney FC. So we got free tickets and we sat, I think, fifth row, sixth row. And we were at, around like the goal, the goal, um, like the penalty box area. And then it was halfway through the second half. Someone just says, oh, hey, like, what's that guy doing? And he points to someone who was about 
six, seven seats away from us to our right. And we all turn around and this old guy is like hunched, like slouched over the chair, convulging, like convulsing. Oh, brother. This guy was having a seizure at the football. Football is that exhilarating. That exhilarating that it, you know, it got him going. And so I'm like, what the fuck? Like this is, I've never seen anything like this before. I don't like, what do you do? But luckily one of us uh, was actually medically trained. So <laughs> I'll say Rohit's missus literally the day before completed her last ever day of medical school. Lovely. So obviously as you do, none of us had no fucking idea. So we just bullied her into going like, can you go do something, bro? Isn't this what you're trained to do? Haven't you studied five years for this? And so <laughs> she realized, nah, not real, I'm not gonna say relaxed. She actually did. She, she went into action mode. She jumped over the seat. She ran over and this other guy came as well. Some, some other random like viewer as well. Will come. Trained. Well, I'm going to tell that part of the story. So he was apparently he stopped breathing. And so they started doing CPR, but bro, this guy, so our friend didn't do the CPR. It was the other guy who did it. And Jesus Christ, bro. I don't know if he was doing it correctly. Cause it like, he was pushing so hard. Like maybe that is the correct like way of doing it. But, to but the- someone else was looking and they also know how to do CPR. And apparently he was doing it wrong because they didn't put him onto a flat surface. So he was still hunched over the seats and like half his body was off the seats. And so they were literally like, it looked like they were trying to kill him more like than a anything. Man, yeah, like so, like he was like on his back across like two or three seats. Half his body was off it, and they were like pushing him into the like fucking plastic seats. And apparently, someone said like he probably bruised a few, few ribs. Cool, like. yeah. So um, obviously the the CPR wasn't working. So then wh- what we had to do is so we started. One of the other guys had to call the ambulance, and then suddenly out of nowhere, like all these police. And then was, like, I think at the game they had like some paramedics. The paramedics at the game. So they they came and they literally it was like yeah fine like they didn't have much time to think, but like the way they picked him up, like so we're in the stands right. So they picked him up out of the seats, like he was like Jesus, like just like <laughs> lo- like lifeless. Like they pulled him up, took him up to like the concourse, and they put him on the ground there. And they started like doing the CPR and then they got the big defibrillator out. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, like, is this bloke okay? And then I think what had happened was by the time they put him into the concourse and they got the defibrillator out, one of our friends had got through to the ambulance and the stadium we were at, there was actually a hospital, luckily like three, four minutes away. And so they were able to get the ambulance there quickly enough. And apparently he did start breathing at the end. Lovely. But Jesus Christ, like, I like, and then like, oh yeah. Once the paramedics came, they just shoot our friend away. Like the doctor friend, it's like, fuck off. <laughs> she's like, she actually didn't tell them she was a doctor. Cause well, technically, yeah. you know, cause technically she's not yet. Fair. And I'm like, you've done five more years of medical school than all of us. So you're the uh, closest thing we have to a doctor. Still so. a medical student by, student. by she, letter so, yeah, of the law. She, she was very, actually, so our friend who was talking to the, um, when he called triple zero, like the emergency hotline, he's like, oh yeah, my friend's a doctor. She can explain what's happening. And then she, he gave the phone to her and then she immediately, the first thing she said is like, I'm not a doctor. Oh my God. <laughs> Cause apparently she has to like say that. Disclose it. Disclose fair it. Enough, fair enough. Um, and then, so one of our friends who was like calmly help, like telling the emergency line, like where to go, like, oh, we're here. So-and-so at this bay. He, he credits his calmness to a beautiful stone and wood beer he had in his hand the entire time. Kept him cool under pressure. He reckons it is. Of course, you know who it is. This is six foot four. Yes, man. it oh is. Oh my God. He's like, oh, without the beautiful God's nectar, he would have panicked. And you know, that man maybe not have made it. So in essence, yes, if we simplify yes. the term. It's exactly you know, what you think it you is. Four X equals two. We exactly. make it two. Two X equals one. Yes. Stone and wood saved the man's life. Exactly. You know what? Fair play. And the entire time we were thinking this should be an ad. You know what? Stanley, we should be paying us because this should be an ad. We're going to bleep the brand's name. 
Oh. And then we know, and we are going to go to the brand. Oh yeah, we're like we'll, telling the story. We'll disclose a story, and if they are willing to pass even one shilling, you'll know the brand. That is true. But yes, the g- gist of this story is this soccer game was so good. This man had seizure, cardiac arrest, insert whatever medical term you want. There. So I'm gonna go watch um, Wanderers, Wanderers versus Everton this this Wednesday. Yeah, but Everton shit. Oh, though. When <laughs> this episode comes out, yes, you know, free tickets via the same same source. Same source. You've set my hopes up for not only amazing football, but amazing crowd. Look, I I hope nothing I like that happens again. But, um, yeah, yeah. I hope on the field it happens. Yeah, yeah, I hope yeah. off the field, I don't have to have a insert beer brand name <laughs> to, um, to enjoy my time there. I'll have Hans Super Dry on tap. Maybe that'll help you out this time. <laughs> yeah. I got one more. Um, I was at the park yesterday and we were just walking. Um, and then suddenly we hear this like music, like loud hip hop music. I'm like, that's a bit odd. We're literally at a random like walkway in a park. Like, where's this music? This is like, it's not like a party would be nearby or anything. And suddenly we see like this kid, like maybe 15, 16, comes hooning through on a bike and on it, like on, around his neck is a little speaker <laughs> and he's like pumping out music. Like, he's, he's basically announcing himself from like 100 meters intro, away. Intro and then music. He, he's literally intro music. And I'm like, all right, well, fine, whatever. He's a kid. I'm not going to have a go at him. It is what it is. Like, but it was really loud and like it was very serene and like quiet before that. And anyway, he goes past us. And then I think the song had just ended and he just passed us. And then suddenly I hear, for a dollar ninety nine a month, you can get Spotify Premium. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking start laughing my ass off. I'm like, bro, you can't be a hoon, and then have Spotify free. Yeah, literally that all, discredits your whole. Literally image. for the next twenty seconds, all I could hear was just ads <laughs> as he was riding away into the sunset. <laughs> oh my god, I think that happened to me recently. In terms of, I think I was at, I forgot where I was at. Might have been like a cafe or a restaurant. Yeah. You know how some, like maybe a cafe, you know how they play like the, you know, lo fi or like acoustic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, calms you down. Then all of a sudden, for $1.99, <laughs> you get Spotify premium for free. I love Whatever. it. Um, it also happens when you're in Southeast Asia, like where they don't have Spotify or anything like that, and they play music off YouTube. So you'll either get the ads on YouTube or what I found more often than not is they'll just play covers of songs. Yeah. So you'll never get, you know, Ed Sheeran or Justin Bieber. You'll get insert niche Southeast that, Asian. That happens here as well. A lot of restaurants. Really? I've never yeah, heard you here. You like acoustic music and that's probably the reason why. Ah, you play, okay. you know, off Ed Sheeran Vivo, you get ads. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're playing bloody Ed Sheeran cover. No ads. No ads, exactly. Beautiful. I've got one more thing, half football related. Half interesting, some, some <laughs> might even call. Louis Vuitton has done absolute madness in their marketing, and I just wanted to bring this up. Um, have yes, you seen recently? There's like a there's like a pop up in Sydney. It's like an exhibition. Mm-hmm. Brother, this is this is the wait where where in Sydney? Um, like Sydney CBD, like I where think, like Pitt Cir- Street, Circular Quay, Circular mm. Quay. Yeah, I, I know, I know. I just before someone calls me an idiot. Uh, no, I didn't I actually did not go to those like, areas this week, so I didn't see that. It's like this big pop up, bro. It's like a normal- it Just for Louis Vuitton. Whole Louis Vuitton, but it's like art exhibition. So you know, you know the sculpture by the sea, for example. Yeah, yeah, They'll yeah. make a sculpture out of, you know, everyday objects or yeah, like- Yeah, like, like water, but like recycled yeah. plastic water bottles. I'll make it. It's the same thing, but Louis Vuitton handbags. Jesus Christ. So like, it's a ho- big fucking, like there's a lot of sculptures. Is it real Louis Vuitton or is it the Louis Vuitton we could have gotten in Bali with Louis spelt with seven L's? It's sponsored by Louis with one L, okay. but I feel like to make the yeah, I was gonna say. affordable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With four, seven L's, but I think it's legit. And it's like, so I haven't been, but I've seen it on Instagram. There's so many different fucking spots of just Louis Vuitton handbags, like different sculptures and fuck me. 
This is prime marketing because everyone's going. All over my TikTok, I'm seeing TikToks like 100K likes. Like, really? This new Louis Vuitton pop up. And I was like, oh, I've got to go. Like I've got a very different feed to you. <laughs> yeah. But they're capturing all markets. And this is why I bring this up. This morning, you see the, the internet breaking photo that dropped. No. It's a collage. It's chess. Two people playing chess. Oh, a, I did see it. Yes, I did. I did see that. Board. Oh, was that a Louis Vuitton ad? To the left was Lionel Messi. I saw. To the right was Cristiano Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo. I did see that. And they yes. both uploaded on their personal Instagrams. No way. All right, let me quickly look. I forgot where I saw it, but I did see it somewhere this morning. Yeah, everyone's seen it, dude. It's unreal. Oh, I, I literally just opened my Instagram and it just popped up. It was like a sport Bible thing that exactly. came up. This photo is breaking the net. And I've, you know what? Kudos to Louis Vuitton. They've absolutely done marketing. I wonder how much they paid the, the big boys for this. Exactly. And to get them to post it as well, not just be in a photo. Yeah, not even like a story, like to proper post it. It's unreal, man. It's unreal. Let me, okay, so Ronaldo posted it uh, six hours ago. It's got 22 million likes. The most liked photo on Instagram, trivia, do you know what it is? Uh, is it the Ellen at the Oscar? No, that's, that's, the, Twitter. that's Twitter or whatever. It's yeah, the no. egg. You remember the egg? Oh, no way. Yes, I do the remember egg that. egg has 50 million likes. Oh, okay, so this, I mean, this could. So by the time this episode comes out. It might have, maybe. Be the most liked photo in But surely it should be, right? Literally the two biggest players of all time. Messi's one has 17 million likes. Oh, at least Messi in, a, in his posts, he's put paid partnership. Good man. Good man. <laughs> I respect Full that. Full disclosure. Full disclosure. They must have paid. You reckon, are they actually both, were they both there in person or have they photoshopped so the So Louis Vuitton did a old photo, which was photoshopped. It was like Pele, Maradona and Zidane. Sedan, I thought similar, it was Cruyff similar, or something. Similar vibe. I thought it was going to be cum dog, but similar vibe. <laughs> and they, they were huddled around like a foosball table. And that was, you know, three different photos blend into one. I think this is two different photos blend into one. That's what people are saying. There's no, because yeah, it, it looks a bit funny. If we remember to send it to Kush, it'll be on screen. I don't have high hopes for that. Yeah. But you can look at it. I'm sure you- you. I'm sure you've it. probably seen it. Let's hope this becomes the most liked photo. Alrighty, fellas, our first segment this week is Compare and Contrast. This is our tier list segment. And as we said in the beginning, we are tier listing World Cups. We're not tier listing different football World Cups. We are tier listing all the World Cups that exist in the world. Maybe not all, but we've picked out some of the most popular ones, some of the most outrageous ones. For example, <laughs> cricket, rugby league, they've been recently, and there are some surprises in here. But we will tier list them as per usual. Before we get into that, we will go through the tiers we have today. We have five as per usual, and we've gone a bit rogue as per usual. We have gone through some of our favorite and also the most recent World Cup anthems. At the bottom, we have Higher Higher. Do you know what that is, Sen? Isn't that a, it's what I would say on if I'm on a swing and I want you to push <laughs> me harder. Unfortunately, it is not swing slang. Right. It is the official anthem for the 2022 Qatar World Cup. I don't know, bro. Never heard of it. Next is Live It Up. Another one I- Live It Up. Isn't that a fucking song by Justice Crew? Yeah. <laughs> or is that- Isn't it? Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? That's, that's very niche reference. Live It Up is a 2018 World Cup anthem. Next, we have We Are One. This one I've heard of. 2014 <laughs> by Pitbull. Isn't that an Australian it's folk not, song? It's we not are the one, but Qantas yeah, the, the Harmony song. Day song we used to sing. It is not that, but it's, that's an all right song. That's why we have a mid-tier. <laughs> Second top, we have World Cup. <laughs> we have the World Cup song by Speed. What a banger. That should be the anthem for this year. It, I it should. Maintain. And top, 
I think everyone would know this. It's waka waka. Goes without saying. It's the the for, goat. It's time for Africa. It's not even a good, just a good World Cup song. It's just a good song. It's a good, full it's a good stop. song. It's a good song. And it stood the test of time. Exactly. Still, still a great song 12 years on. Exactly. But with that, those are our five tiers and we will crack on. So the first one will- Anyone, hang on. Did anyone find it weird that for the South African World Cup and the song with like South African like undertones, they got a Colombian singer to sing it. Did anyone find that weird? Or was that just me? It's cheap racial profiling. You know, they found the most like, you know, they found someone Latino and they're like, you know what? Close enough. That'll do. Yeah, yeah. Ethnically ambiguous. That's right. We'll start off with the first one. The one that concluded today as a recording rugby league World Cup. See, the thing is like with the, uh, firstly for our American friends and non-Australian friends really, rugby league is like rugby, but it also has undertones of American football in the sense that you have down. So you have one down, two down, three down, and then you've got to get rid of the ball. Um, but apart from that, everything else is like rugby. Um, it's, not, it's, um, it's not rugby union. It's not rugby union. Which is the world game. Which is, yeah, arguably much bigger, but rugby league is big, big in Australia. Oh, well, in Australia. I mean, the East Coast of Australia. It's big in... New Zealand, big in like the Polynesian islands, so Samoa, Tonga, Fiji, etc., And it's also big in Northern England. So like Hull, Warrington, Liverpool, Manchester, and these areas. So in terms of size, not the biggest World Cup, but to the people who play it and to the people who enjoy it, it is a very meaningful. It's quality. I was surprised by the crowds it got in England. It was I getting decent crowds. I thought it was just an Australian sport, but it got crowds. And the final was last night, like you said. It was Australia versus Samoa with Australia winning. And it was at Old Trafford at Manchester United's home ground. It so look, look on full as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, there is decent following for it. But the problem with the World Cup is there's a lot of, like, meh teams. So, like, early on, you had, like, there was teams like Lebanon, France... And like, so the Lebanon team, for example, was mostly made up of Australian people who had Lebanon like background, right? But a lot of the French team were actually French people. And so I think France played like Australia and it was like 80 nil or something. So you have like these massive blowouts in the early stages of the game, like rounds. Yeah, because the French players, I looked this up, the French players, they play in like the French rugby league yeah, competition. Which, is like, which I feel like is just a league down the, you know. Exactly. Local I'm sure the Oztag team that we play in could probably do damage in that <laughs> exactly. French one. So, I mean, it's not the greatest quality. And so it's not like the other World Cups where every single team there is pretty fucking decent. You're going to have some pretty rogue teams here. But it was pretty cool to see like Samoa, Tonga, Fiji, Papua New Guinea, like all these like countries did pretty well. And like they have large like backgrounds and like large communities here in Australia and they all got around it. Like if you went out to like Mount Druid last night or literally any time in the last week, you would have just seen Samoan flags Samoan everywhere. Flags, yeah. Actually, the, rock, the Rock gave him I a was about out. to say The Rock, um, who is, if he's not doing, you know, Chinese slurs, <laughs> has found time out of his day. And he actually, so he's actually, I think Samoan, half yeah, Samoan sure or- he's, he's got the, like the- Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he gave a shout out to, and a few years ago, like back when rugby league was like still a bit smaller, he came on, like came to Australia and he came on to like the NRL footy show. And he actually did a bit with like a guy called Bo Ryan and they like talked about his heritage and whatnot. And so it was actually nice to see him like give a shout out on his official Instagram page as well. But also if you like watch the video, you can tell he just doesn't know what he's saying. Yeah, it looked like a cameo video. Like, it's like <laughs> the LeBron web of lies. Uh, type of I, I love LeCap. LeCap is like <laughs> currently my favorite meme right now. Um, but no, it was pretty cool. Like, and it's, it's good to grow the game as well. But in terms of- It's the fact that like, yeah, all well and good, but the fact that like, it was kind of inevitable. Yeah, that, yeah, you know, yeah, Australia. The country that hosts the only, you know, 
Well, no, I mean, England's got a comp as well. Uh, and, like, and New Zealand, I think, won, maybe not the last one, but the World Cup before New Zealand English won. And you're into rugby. You're playing union. You're playing union. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't think there's any chance you're yeah, playing rugby yeah. league. But like I said, it's more in those northern, like industrial, like that is true. Working class areas where rugby league is bigger. But yeah, I think it's the fact that Australia were obviously going to win. We're going to win, and they won, and they had the audacity this morning to post that they're three-time champ, three time <laughs> three three P champs or some shit. Like no shit, you're going to win. I like it. I like it. So uh, where are we? I put in the mid tier. In the mid tier, it's going in. We are one. The next one we have on the list is the FIBA. Basketball World Cup. See, I don't know. Is basketball world? I know it happens, but what's bigger? The Olympics for basketball or the World Cup? I feel like people, like players probably want that gold medal more than they want. I think honestly, basically most sports we're going to read on this list, the Olympics are bigger. It's like, so yeah. So like obviously with football, like the the highest level is the World Cup. With NRL, again, the highest level would probably, I shall say state of origin. But <laughs> with basketball, I would say, I would say it probably goes Olympics, probably playing in the NBA and then the FIBA World Cup. In all honesty, I reckon. That is true. But at the same, uh, that is true. Because like, if you look at the US team, the last team, you know, you got LeBron. He's a... Uh, doesn't want to be selected. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Takes yeah, him yeah, out of the selection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Durant. Oh, he played actually, but every other big player takes him. Steph Curry out of selection. Did LeBron didn't play at the last World Cup. Uh, sorry, the last Olympics, right? The Tokyo no, one. He no, didn't I play, right? So. No, I think. Oh, but I think with the Olympics as well, it's like once you win a gold medal, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wash your hands. Every like big US player has a gold medal, but they only have like one. Yeah, and unless you're like Katie, who's played in, like every single one. And I think basketball probably has the same problem as NRL where there's like probably three or four like pretty decent teams. And then after that, it's just no, just think, random blokes you pick up off the street. If you're over six foot. pretty competitive. The you reckon? Well, I can think of like, so there's Australia, there's obviously, sorry, US, obviously, Australia, France, Argentina, Spain. I like the big five. Maybe, am I missing someone? Slovenia with yeah. Luka Doncic. Greece, bro. Great. Are they Serbia. decent? Serbia. Oh yeah, sorry, Greece, Serbia. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So it's like, there's some like those Canada, are they all right? I don't I know. I think they're all right. Cameroon should have been good until Embiid declared for France. See that? Did he declare for France? Yeah. I thought he was going to declare for America. Oh. Uh, he's a rat. <laughs> all right. That's your comments, not mine. <laughs> oh, shit. Anyways, FIBA World Cup. But I think say. because purely it's not the highest level of play for that sport. But I, I would say as well, the last World Cup, the US didn't win. Yeah, wasn't it Spain? Oh, Argentina. Spain. Yeah, Spain. And I remember Australia came third or fourth exactly. in that. So does yeah, that, does that add any merit? No, to but that's again comes to your point where America wants sending their best players. So if they tried, if they tried, let, let's be, be like honest. Let, let's be completely honest. If they tried, they'd wipe the floor with every other country. That is true. And so that's why I would say, and so I think for the obviously for the Olympics, they send their best players apart from like LeBron last time, but like they do send their best players most of the time. So I think for that, I would say FIBA probably goes into the fourth category. So, yep, I agree. Second lowest. Next one, we have the. WWE SmackDown World Cup. <laughs> I don't even know there was a World Cup for this. Recently, it's been announced that the WWE World Cup will be kicking off. It is the fourth edition. Fourth edition, Jesus. I will say. They have a World Cup. It's just SmackDown, not Raw. Yeah, what happened to Raw? It's not worthy of a World Cup. But how do you have a World Cup of just individual people? I thought World Cups were meant to be team-based sports. Like if it's individual, like, I don't know, like UFC, boxing... Even bloody, if you go to tennis, right? They don't have World Cups. They just have tournaments. So isn't this just a tournament? Well, they've, they've, because yeah, the whole point of a World Cup is you're fucking representing a country. So they've what? listed eight names. Yeah. You know, and what they said with the world FIFA World Cup due to start this month, WWE will host a World Cup tournament of its own. 
Yeah, nice. The best Wait, thing sorry, to do- When I said fourth edition of SmackDown World Cup, it is November 4th edition. <laughs> so this might be the only one. Oh, so it's already finished. So who won? It's not, it's not, it's still going. I think it said semifinals, but this is what they say. Who will emulate soccer powerhouses like Germany, Brazil, and Italy in their effort to become the first ever SmackDown World Cup winner? They've got players of different, well, not players, they've got wrestlers of different origins. They have Braun Strowman. They have Shinsuke Nakamura. I thought he- Didn't he actually play for- I thought he was a free kick taker for Celtic. Yeah, I thought, didn't he score the goal against Australia in the 2006 World Cup? That's what I thought, but apparently he's on SmackDown now. They've got Santos Escobar. They have Jinder Mahal amongst others. So they're getting- the difference. It's a real who's who of who gives a fuck. <laughs> exactly. You know, you know, if I'm the organizer, I'm thinking, you know, the FIFA World Cup is on during this month. So what should I do? I should also hold an event at the same time competing with it. <laughs> to be fair, the, who's watching this? The market's the US, mate. Who's watching the FIFA World Cup? Well, no, it didn't. So I think a few years ago, ESPN paid like, or maybe it was Fox Sports in the US paid like $5 billion for the rights to the broadcast rights. That is true. And they're, they're, to be honest, I think a lot of it is they're basing it on the Latino and the Hispanic market to yeah. watch the World Cup. So I reckon, and you know, soccer is growing in the US. So I'll give you the, the nationalities being represented. Yeah, here we go. World Cup. So two of them are from the United States of America. Yeah, fair enough. Santos Escobar is from Mexico. Yeah. Butch is from Use, England. Yeah, UK, nice. Sami Zayn is from Canada. Yeah, okay. Jinder Mahal, India. My favorite, yeah. Shinsuke Nakamura, Japan. Yep. And we have Mustafa Ali from what I believe is- Mustafa Pakistan. Ali. What I believe is Pakistan. Gee, they didn't really try with that name, did they? So they got some subcontinent and they just got fucking- They got a bit of Asia. And North and America. Just North America. What a World Cup. The fact that this is just a one-off. Semi-finals will take place on November 25th. But isn't it WWE, it's all scripted and rigged. So how do you even like- So I wonder who they're gonna rig to win it. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's like the FIFA World Cup, really. <laughs> So going into the bottom tier. It's absolutely going, going into the bottom tier. It is absolutely going into the bottom tier. The next one we have the Cricket World Cup. Ah, oh, here we go. Which so what I have here is ICC Men's T20 World Cup. Okay. Well, so what for other World Cups? Are there's there? a one day World Cup, the 50 over. So the T20 is 20 overs per team and the 50 overs 50 overs per oh, team. Thank you. Which one is the- The older one is the 50 over one. They've been playing that since- That's the, a classic one. That's the classic. They've been playing that since the 70s. The T20 World Cup only started, I think, 15 years ago. The modern version. The modern one. Um, T20 World Cup, I actually don't care for T20 at all. <laughs> I've said this before. I feel like on this, it's just hit and giggle. Like it's like whatever. It's built for children. I I'd Maybe it's built don't. for people like me. I think it is built for people like you with like shorter attention spans. It's still, look, it's still a good spectacle and you know, you'll get good results and whatnot. But for me, I think it'll be mid-tier as well. It's not a pure representation. Of no, game. exactly. It's a watered down ad uh, advertiser friendly format of the game. So put that in the mid-tier. Uh, but I hear the most recent one was- It was pretty good. No, don't get me wrong. It was pretty good. But if you watch the crowds, like Aussie people don't care about T20s. Like half the stadiums were empty. Like who's gonna go? When, I, when Pakistan was playing, when I went on Instagram, that is true. Every that, second person. So that's so all the subcontinent. Half of my Indian. The half con yeah, the subcontinent was carrying the ticket sales for this World Cup. So all the India games were pretty much sold out. Pakistan fans also got out there. I think Lanka fans also did decently. But like New Zealand games, Australian games, England games, it's not much really. So we'll put that in we'll the mid tier. Mid tier. But the the fifty over World Cup. This is this is the real deal. This has got the so history. If, if this is the fifty over World Cup. Oh, I'm loving it. I think Australia, uh, Australians, if it was held here, Australians care a lot more about 50 over than they do 20 over. And not to mention, actually a lot of part of it is Australia's just not good at T20. I'm just going to put that out there. Yeah. So like, 
if the team was going well, I reckon it would be more supported, but they just aren't. So 50 over is the pinnacle of cricket in terms of one day. It's like, it's essentially the equivalent of the FIFA World Cup, but for cricket. So we, right now we have what the, I was trying to think of an equivalent. There, there's no, this is a, yeah, this is like the under 21s FIFA World Cup well, is the T20. Fair enough, but we'll put that mid tier. But I think, yeah, 50 over has to be, I'm not going to say the top tier because I think they're going to be one in the top tier. So I think this should be, the 50 over should be in the second second tier. Fair enough. We have the Chess World Cup. Oh, here we go. Now we're talking. By now we're being interesting. FIDE, FIDE, F-I-D-E. The 2021 FIDE World Cup was, was held it, in Sochi. Was it Magnus Carlsen? Did he win? The winner was Jan Oblak. Duda. I'm not going to say, you try and say his second name. Yeah, Duda. That's correct. No, he's, oh, he's, Jan Christoph. I would say that's Christoph. Christoph. Jan Christoph Duda was the winner. It wasn't Magnus. Oh. Runner-up was Sergei Karjakin. And it is a eight-round knockout event with the top 50 seeds given a bye directly into the second round. I don't know how I feel about that. I like that. Isn't that just like, it's like tennis sort of. Kind no, of. you all start at the same round. Yeah. You don't, if you're Novak Djokovic, you still got to play. That's true, round. actually. Yeah, you're right. You you're don't right. get around to upsets happen. Well, no, round. no. What do you mean? It's literally like the... What do you mean? If you're seeded, you go into the actual main and then there's like the play-in tournament. So I assume that's- You've got to qualify for the tournament. But if you're qualified, you should- Start with a star. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. That's what I feel. Each round consisted of classic time limit games on the first two days, plus tie breaks on the third day if required. The time limits were as- I'm not going to read all the time limits. Each round lasted three days. What? Oh, right, right, Two right, for sorry. classic time limit games and a third if necessary. So you play your three days is one round. You play a game each day. It gets the same geezer. Prize money. The winner got $110,000 USD. The winner. That's it. Total prize fund was $1.8 million. Is, there a, is this mixed? Is it men's and women's? Or? Men's only, unfortunately. They have a caveat here. In parallel with this open tournament, the, an inaugural women only version was held. Actually, just just quietly, um, this tier list is just for men's World Cups because I don't know if you have any women's on this. I'm just going to save us. We'll caveat that actually from yeah. being cancelled. So maybe men's. we'll just put that at the start. Men, so- we are tier listing men's World Cups. Thank you. All right, Magnus. Wait, look, if Magnus won, I would say it's got to go top tier. We need my man ch- is we my goat. A chess expert for this. We need this man's my goat. But look, I've always said if you don't have a ball, it's not a sport. <laughs> and so for that or that alone, it's going into the bottom tier for bottom me. Bottom tier. Yeah, yeah, it's just a respectable bro- sport. It's not a sport. It's going bottom tier. Okay, fair enough. It's going bottom tier. The next one we have Orienteering World Cup. <laughs> what was Orient? I don't even know what if Orient- you're talking about having a ball. What are you going to do with the Orienteering World Can we have a sixth tier for just this? What is? Explain what Orienteering is. Okay, Orienteering, for those of you that don't know, no, Wikipedia defines as a group of sports- Group of sports that already is enticing. It's like a triathlon. It's like we sports. It's like, no, it's like I. It's like the Iron. It's man. the Iron Man shit. It's you <laughs> run a bit, you cycle a bit, you swim a bit. Fuck off. <laughs> You're done doing the Iron Man so much, huh? You have undersold the Iron Man disgustingly. There, <laughs> orienteering is a group of sports that require navigational skills using a map and compass yeah, to right navigate up. from point to point in diverse and usually unfamiliar terrain whilst moving at speed. Participants are given a topographical map, usually a specially prepared orienteering map, which they use to find control points. So the Orienteering World Cup is a series of orienteering competitions organized annually by the International Orienteering Orienteering Federation. There is an- Why do they have an international body for this? 
The official World Cup was first held in 1986. It's a long-standing world. That's nearly four. Should years. have been the first and last one. <laughs> and then every second year up to 2004. From 2004, the World Cup has been held annually. So in 2004, they saw an oh, every in, year. So in viewership and interest, and every where where can I watch year. this fine World Cup? Who's does it, does is it on ABC? Is it on BN Sport here in Australia? So is the it 2002 on, World is Channel Cup. Nine showing it. <laughs> is it Eddie Maguire? I don't know. I don't have the info. It doesn't even show me the info. You know how normally in a big event they show you the information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In which, in which country you can watch on? That information. Which moves on Twitch know. or something. Orienteering. <laughs> if you're good at orienteering. It means you would have survived well in the 1700s. But here in 2022, when we have satellite technology, why the fuck would I need to learn how to learn, read a topographical map? I'll give you the teams that that wanted a topographical map. Sweden are ranked first. So then we have Switzerland, Norway, Finland, Czech Republic. Why are all the Nordic countries so good at this? Exactly. France, Great Britain, Denmark, Austria, and Poland. Very, sounds, like, sounds like a great Euros group. It's but. a very European-centric sport. Is Eurovision a World Cup? That is not. Okay, I was hoping you would put it in there. No, it's not. It's not because it's just Europe. So it's not a World Cup. I need, but Australia in it. I think, like, you, I think Australia is the only non. No, there's like a South American country. In it. I think like Brazil's in it now these days. What? No, really? I feel like they are. I. I'm not that. Uh, I don't follow Eurovision that closely to be able to fact check you on that. So Anyways, I don't back know. to orienting. Yeah, sorry, where, are we, to, where are we putting it, mate? That's going right next to chess. They're going to warm themselves up at the bottom there. All right, the, the next one. Let, let's let's bring some order back. The FIFA World Cup. Beautiful. It is the World Cup. Yeah, it's, it's when you walk around and say World Cup, you're not thinking cricket. You're no. not thinking rugby. Uh, thinking I don't know. If you're asking someone in India, I reckon they'd probably say, or someone in the subcontinent, they'd probably say cricket World Cup. I reckon. Really? Yeah. If I say World Cup, yep, that would probably think cricket. You know what? Exception to the rule. Yeah, that is the that's w- the power of cricket, though. That is fair. Second biggest sport. And if you ask, I reckon maybe in some of the US, if you said World Cup, they're probably thinking baseball, World Series. Mm, yeah, they'd be like, oh yeah, 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 you're talking about the World Series, you idiot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay, but okay, no, I, I take your point. The pinnacle of sport, as you said earlier, it's bigger than the Olympics. It is football. bigger than the Olympics. I think more people give a shit about the World Cup, to be honest, than the Olympics. Yeah, I mean, like a lot of people probably don't have national pride for the Olympics, but World Cup, I can get around a team. Like, like who am I supporting at the Olympics, right? I'm like, oh, go, Kathy oh, yeah, Freeman. I'll, I'll I don't know. Some Australian bike, but cool. Some guy that's swimming. Yeah, like, exactly. Huh. Track Can't really get around that, right? Like World Cup, I, the players, you know. Them. I know them, exactly. Exactly. Well, it's pinnacle of sport. Absolutely. The world will stop for this World Cup. Yes. And that's why it's at the top, waka waka. <laughs> <laughs> Second last one. FIFA E-World Cup. So I was the, hoping you would have some esports. This in is here. the real FIFA. The, yeah, 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 yeah. This is where, you know, the, I saw recently Italy are in the E-World Cup. They're not even in the they real world. Real world Cup. <laughs> but is the E-World, it emulates the FIFA World Cup. It is held at the round same time. You've got to qualify for it. You represent, you don't represent your- is it, So will this one be in Qatar as well or? That genuine, uh, I don't know. So this is one, unfortunately, has not been bought out by- uh, allegedly, alleg- allegedly, allegedly. Nah, fuck that. It is held. It was held in Copenhagen in July. Oh yeah, nice. So it's it's a nice teaser to the world. And Cup. who won it? Who won it, my friends? It was Germany. Current really? Champ- current champion is. So they play. They so they, is it like so for our listeners? Maybe if you missed that. So it's e- esports. So they're playing the video game FIFA. FIFA. So video game soccer. 
Um, are they playing ultimate team or is it just like head to head? Um, so it is ultimate team. Yeah. So it's not even like if you're a German player, you have to use the German. That's what I thought team. it would be. That'd be more fun. You build your team with Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, exactly. Messi, <laughs> <Julian> Mbappe, <laughs> all of them. And just probably got the same team as well. Exactly. Well, it is interesting. The prize pool was $500,000. Not bad. The winner got half of that, 250,000. Second place, we had some bloke from Argentina. Oh yeah. And he got 100K. Anyone and- from Australia? I'm looking at, no, no. I was scrolling down the list, top 32 players, no one from. I was going to ask like, how do we qualify for this? Is this something we can- Weekend league. Oh, is that how that works? Is the qualification. So the competitive mode in ultimate team is how you- So it ties into this, I see. So what, you have to come top 32 over the year or something? Or or is it like a specific- I assume it's the best 32. It goes off there. Fair enough then. The countries are- So these guys are proper nerds. They're nerds. The countries are participated. Germany, Argentina, Netherlands, Italy, Brazil, Portugal, US. Fair enough. Oh yeah, I can imagine that. Belgium, Spain, UK, France, Denmark, Japan, Poland, Sweden. Again, another very European- But then again, it is a football game, so I'm not surprised about that. So where are we putting the (laughs) E-World See, we put- You said said it has to have a ball, has a virtual ball. Has a virtual ball. E-World Cup. So look, I think it's one tier above chess and orienteering purely because of a, it has a virtual ball, but I can't put it any further than that because these guys aren't actually running around or doing anything. So Their hands are getting a workout. So we're saying yes. the FIFA E-World yes. Cup is the same yes. as the FIBA Basketball yes. World Yes. Cup. Contextually, you know, yes. You're up. <laughs> Fair enough. We'll leave it there. <laughs> the last one we have for today. Yes. It is one close to all of our hearts. The Oztag World Cup. I knew Cup. you were going to put that in there. Look, I, I've- What is Oztag for the listeners out there? So we talked about rugby league being a step-down version of rugby earlier on. So Oztag is now three or four steps below rugby league in the sense that there is no contact whatsoever. So you can't So when you're anyone. young, you have touch. Yeah, you play footy, touch. Which is the same, except instead of a whole tackle, you got to Just, touch them with two hands, basically. Yes. People thought that was a bit too physical and aggressive. So they made Oztag. Yeah, so Oztag is essentially- It's like yeah. flag football. It's flag fo- yeah, it's flag football. Flag football. So to tackle someone, tackle in inverted commas, you just, you wear, you have Velcro on your shorts and you have two little uh, tags either side of your legs. And then to tackle someone, you just have to take one of those tags off and that counts as a tackle. Um, see, the thing is, I've heard about the Oztag World Cup. It'll, it's actually an island next year. So if anyone- I saw that, what the- f- So if any of our Irish listeners are listening, uh, look out for that. Come to Galway, I believe, or Belfast. No, that's Northern <laughs> Ireland. I don't know. I'm sorry. I hope I didn't start a race war. Um, <laughs> um, but the thing is, right? So there'll be countries like Australia, uh, China, India, etc., etc. But like we said, with the Lebanon Rugby League World Cup, everyone- who's in this team is basically ethnically. So nationality wise, they're all Australian, they're all born here, but ethnically they have, like their parents are from said country. This is my bone to pick. But- with, This is my bone to pick with Oztag World Cup. But, but, so you're, you have a squad of, you know, 10, 15, and then everyone's from that country, but you're allowed to have two people <laughs> who are not from that country. So just anecdotally speaking, I think there was a Hong Kong team or there was a China team at the last World Cup and they had, someone we know, one of our friends from high school who is of Sri Lankan <laughs> descent. So you had a team of Chinese guys and then a random brown Donnie at the end. It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> it, it, it's silly. It's this silly. whole tournament doesn't make sense. It's, why is it an island? It's called I, I don't know. I really don't know. Australian yeah, tag I know, I know, I know. But so you have teams like, so there's like, 
and then all the Islander teams are there. It's like Samoa, Tonga, New Zealand. They have, I think Australia has like two teams. New Zealand has like two teams. It's like a UK team. And then there's like, and the World Cup's cool because like they have like mix. So you can have like teams with like both men and women. And then there's like a men's only World Cup. And then there's a women's only World Cup. And then they even have over 40s. So like, and they all come together. They all play at the same time. And you're all representing your country. It is, you know what? The true spirit. It, it's but it's proper. Cup. It's village. Like it's village football. Like it's, it's grass. It's proper grassroots amateur sport. You go down to the local park and watch people yeah, play. It, you quite literally go down to the local That's park. The they put cones out. And you play. We play against World Cup players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah. now local Ozstad competition. Yeah, we I've play played against, against World, Cup World Cup players. You know. Um. So yeah, I've look. Wait, what do we have in the bottom tier again? We have the WWE SmackDown World Cup. Yeah, okay. So it's got to be above all the chess, chess and, and orienteering. orienteering. <laughs> Is it above the FIBA Basketball World Cup or the FIFA E World Cup? It simply can't be. It simply can't be. It's got to be. Just suggest what you've just said is the essence of the World Cup. That's true. In like a homegrown fashion. Yeah. It's bringing the nations. It brings together. communities together. People want to compete. As you said, young, old, male, female. That is true. It's very inclusive of every single. Exactly. It doesn't matter about your race the or FIFA creed e or anything. Doesn't give a shit about your nationality. Yeah, it's just, it's just blokes, sweaty blokes who live in their mom's basement. So you don't even have to represent your team there. That's FIBA true. FIBA World Cup, the US, the biggest basketball. They don't even give a fuck about it. Don't give a shit yeah. about this. Australians care about the Australian All right. Cup. So, I think it's higher than those. All right, I'm going to say it's the mid tier then. Is it on then rugby we can't, league world we, cup? We can't put it above. We simply can't put it above the rugby league world cup. All right, but we're putting it on par. We're putting it on par. We're putting it on par. All right, just to recap, at the bottom, higher, higher, our bottom tier, we have SmackDown World yep, Cup. Correct. The Feed Fied Chess World Cup. I think we might have done chess a bit dirty, just quietly. Now that I think we about can it. revisit when we read through all of them. The Orienteering World Cup. Second last one, we have the FIBA Basketball World Cup and the FIFA E World Cup. Middle tier, we have the Rugby League World Cup, the ICC Men's T20 World Cup, and the OzTag World Cup. <laughs> the second highest tier is the World Cup by Speed. We have the ICC Men's, ICC one, men's day one Day World Cup. And at Waka Waka, we have the FIFA World Cup standing on a slide. See, I think so. the first two are fine. There's no, there's no, you can't have any arguments for the first two. We have, I'll tag at the same tier <laughs> as Rugby League. Uh, and I'm okay with that. I'm actually, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty okay, okay with that. that. I think maybe, maybe out of respect, we put chess up. We'll put one. chess alongside the FIBA World Cup and the FIFA I think World so. Cup. I think out of respect for that. But I think we, we've, we've smashed it with this tier list. I think so too. It's never too early to play holiday music and it's never too early to start thinking about gifts. Whether it's for a friend or the friends in your pants, you can make this season to be jolly with Manscaped. Do your little drum boy a favor and use the lawnmower 4.0 to avoid another silent night in the bedroom. Then add in Manscaped's top of the line shower products to have all the people thinking, all I want for Christmas is you. The Manscaped Platinum Package 4.0 is the one-stop shop for the man who deserves it all. It has everything needed to help you deck the halls from face to ball just in time for this mistletoe season. And for the perfect stocking stuffer, add in the brand new body buffer, an incredible body scrubber that makes exfoliating easy and a lot cleaner than that old loofah. Santa cares about his sack and so should you. Look nice when you get naughty by going to manscaped.com and use the code TCB for free shipping and 20% off. As I said, my friends, get 20% off and free shipping with the code TCB at manscaped.com. 
once again for you at the back and you at home. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with the code TCB. Manscaped, get your jingle balls ready for the holidays. All righty, fellas, now on to uh, the real World Cup, minus that last segment where we talked about <laughs> orienteering <laughs> and chess. I'm sure when you saw the title and realized it was a World Cup special, <laughs> you didn't expect WWE uh, SmackDown, but we are here with the World Cup, what everyone has been waiting for for this episode. So what we will do today, we'll go through some of our predictions, um, and then we'll also go through some interesting predictions, you know, we'll see who's most likely to do a couple of things and we'll just give our general hot takes as well. You know what we think will happen this world cup. I think hot takes is just what we do all the time though. So this uh, is just regular so, listening. So the first part <laughs> is um, irregular listening and um, the rest will be as business as per usual, but we'll kick it off. You know, we were hoping to get, you know, some alternate views here, but unfortunately <laughs> that's all right. I actually would have liked to have heard Rose views on this. The alternate did not show up. Yeah. Maybe we can get them at the end. Maybe, you know, maybe next week, you know, the world cup does go for a month. So yeah. anyways, we'll start off the winner. Sen, who do you, th who will win the FIFA world cup in Qatar? Australia. Okay. Now for your serious. Answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hot takes is later. Um, Brazil. I think Brazil's going to I win. also have Brazil. But that's a boring answer. You know what I mean? Like I feel like I've heard I've been They're know, the they're the favorite. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts about the World Cup in the last week or so and everyone's been saying Brazil. So it is a boring answer. But my friend, their team is stacked. Oh, they're stacked. Absolutely. They're stacked. From, disgustingly stacked from, from front to back. To exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Edison yeah. is on the bench. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Firmino's left back at home. Oh, I don't think Firmino was going to get picked anyway. That's still he doesn't really fit the thing. But yeah, Edison, literally a top five keeper, is not even starting. The uh, forward line, mate. Neymar. Yeah. Jesus. Vinny Jr. Anthony. The only thing is their, full, their fullbacks are the only problem. Danny Alves. Danny Alves. Oh, Alex Teller. 38 year old Danny Alves. Good on him. Their fullbacks are serviceable. Yeah. But like compared to the fullbacks they've had in the past. That it's a massive true. fall from grace, well, but there's no team that is perfect in every position though, I feel. And I think Brazil is probably the closest that comes to that. Exactly. So well, I, I'm, also, I'm trying to think of another, like what's uh, Brazil's the obvious answer, but maybe Argentina. Everyone says Argentina. I'm not convinced about it's Argentina. Just it's just the messy. Yeah, yeah, but blah, blah, it's blah. been like that for years. They got to what, what, World Cup 14, the final. Exactly. They made the final and their team wasn't great. But I thought that was their strongest team they, they had, had. They had good forwards. Well, Higuain shit the bed a few times. Exactly. So the midfield was all right. All right. The defense was all right, but they had Lionel Messi. So I think that's the factor people are hoping on. France. I don't see France winning it. Players their midfield is players so, are dropping, and their players yeah, okay. are dropping, and their breaking news. Kareem Benzema's out of the world. Out exactly. I reckon Australia. Could, you know, I know it's not hot takes yet. But Australia could beat France well, just quietly. I'll, I'll, I'll save that one for later. So we both got Brazil as yeah, the winners. Yeah, yeah, Dark horse. But I will be. I will say. I wouldn't be surprised if Brazil doesn't win as well. There's yeah. a lot of expectation. The weight they're of not, expectation. They're not heavy favorites. No. Normally in a World Cup, last World Cup, France were heavy. Yeah, favorites. yeah, yeah. Definitely. Was this definitely. one Brazil is like sly favorites amongst a bunch of others? I feel like we've missed some teams when we've listed out the favorites. But Germany, Spain. Nah, I don't really see Going Germany. Back front. No, Spain, bro. They got Morata up top. They can't even score a goal. <laughs> dark horse. It's the last World Cup, the dark horse. Well, not the dark horse, but the unexpected you know, contenders were Croatia when they went on the maddest run. Someone we missed just quietly in the win, I just realized was England. Missed dark horses, maybe? Dark, uh, maybe dark horses, England. I don't think they're dark horses. I think a lot of people have written them off. No, I think they're... I don't think they're as highly rated. They, as in, like they'll be there and thereabouts, but I don't think anyone genuinely thinks they're going to win it. That's true, but I think they're still too good to be a dark horse. 
Yeah. Okay. No, I can agree with that. I can agree with that. My dark horse, Denmark. Denmark. I, I, in my World Cup bracket, I have, De- I have Denmark making the World Cup final. <laughs> Brother. <laughs> How? <laughs> uh, I forgot to take a screenshot off it, but I have them winning the group against Australia. Sorry. So the Australia-France group. And then I have them. I think they play like England- Portugal on the way. And I genuinely think, think they're going to beat them. They'll pick off all of them. Maybe three Danish players. Hoybier, Ericsson. Oh, yeah. Carlos, Br- no, no, sorry. Martin Brathwaite. Brathwaite, he's still around. Yeah, he's, start, he's in their team. Interesting. Capsule Schmeichel. They got it. The I thing is, like they're they're not, they're they're not, they don't have- They don't have any exciting forward, I feel. Brathwaite, D- Damsgaard, is that his name? Damsgaard, he scored a couple in the Euros last year. See, the yeah, thing is, they're not- they don't have any like big name players, but they all just, they know their roles and they they're do not, it very well. Team. They're not a sexy team. They're just a very, they're like Croatia. Actually, Croatia had Luka Modric, obviously, but they're just a very good team and they're in a very good run of form right now. I could back Denmark actually. No, with France a bit off Ooh, as well. I genuinely think I've bet on Denmark to win the group. So that's a little cheeky tip out there for all you listeners. Is but it, Is this gambling advice now? No, this is, is just- tips? Any tips? Nah, I have, yeah, Denmark as my dark horse. My dark horse was, and this is the same dark horse I had in the last World Cup. I had Senegal <laughs> until, <laughs> yeah, yeah, until such a money. Yeah, till money got That's injured. a shame. That is a shame because they have a solid. They team. got a solid, and they won the Afcon earlier this year. Exactly, I back Senegal. So they're in good, in good form, but they're in a tough group. Pressure makes diamonds, baby. Dark horse, I like but it. But what I have now is I have Serbia. Nah. They Stop it. They're not even making out of their group. They have a solid team. They're not making out Mitrovic, of the group. Vlahovic, Kostic. Yeah, Brazil and Switzerland are making Lindovic, it out of that Savic. group. <laughs> they have all the itches, Have you mate. seen it? I saw a TikTok of their team and literally they have all the, every of their 26 man squad, 25 of them have itch in their name, except for one bloke. And so it's actually just him and 25 itches in their team. They have a good team. They do have a good team. I don't see team. them. Underrated. Their, their, their team is widely spread across Europe. I don't see him making him out teams. of the group though. Dusan Tadic, you aim back him? Maybe five years ago. Anyways, Luka Jovic, the Real Madrid flop. Oh yeah. I back Serbia. They are there. All right, that's, it's not a bad. Because I reckon Serbia have got a little mongrel. Something about them. Exactly. Yeah, a bit about them. Flops. Who is the team that is widely touted? Maybe one of the favorites we listed earlier and they're just gonna stink it up. Head. I got Belgium. I have Belgium as Belgium. well. I actually don't know why people are so bigging up Belgium. Belgium have been the most disappointing team in the past well, decade. Well, to be fair, they made and the I semis. Don't need, I don't need to add that in the hot takes. They, they, they made the semi of the last World but Cup. But that's like as per expectation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Eden Hazard, who at the time was the one of the best. Five yeah, player yeah, in the world, top yeah. three even some might say. Well, they have De Bruyne now, who's probably a top five player in the yeah, world. Even back then, Kevin De Bruyne was probably like top he was 10, very, yeah, 15 gun, player gun, back yeah. then. Lukaku was probably in stellar form. That's true. Their defense was... In its peak, in its peak. Vertonghen, Alderweireld. And that's the problem with the Belgian team is it's the same team as the 2018 World Cup. Probably the 2014 World Cup. So like their defense is so old. Lukaku is not scoring goals. Yeah, Hazard, Hazard is, has fallen off the face of the earth. two games the past three years. Yeah, he's got a massive bunda. <laughs> I, I don't, I'm not that, I like I think they'll make it to like the round of 16, maybe quarters, but that's bad. I've it. never been sold in Belgium. No, it's just the, some individuals. The, if they do go far, it'll be because of Courtois. Courtois is literally going to have to save their ass so much. Like he's going to have to have the tournament of his life, like he did in the Champions League. And their manager? Oh yeah. Roberto Martinez. Mate, FA Cup winner, please. <laughs> Anyone could do FA Cup. Yeah, so I think, but is, is everyone expecting Belgium to flop though? No, but every, I don't know if it's the people I'm talking to, but if you talk, people always throw Belgium in. Nah. Like they throw them in, in the group. We didn't even think of them as favorites, but yeah, people yeah. throw them in because of the De Bruyne factor. Can yeah. I say Portugal as well? Loki could flop. I, 
I think Portugal either f- crash out of the group stage or they'll make it to at least the semis. Yeah, I don't right. see them having an average tournament. Okay, yeah. But I think I think that's also a fair shout. I can agree with that. Top scorer. Well, the, the obvious one I would say, oh, maybe not obvious to me, maybe. I was going to say Mbappe. He did. That's fair. Mbappe and Kane both yeah. did very well last World Cup and they're both in pretty good form now. That is true. But, you know, Mbappe is dependent on France. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. France, if they shit the bed, then Mbappe obviously won't do much. And Kane, again, it looks like, I'm pretty sure the last, well, England are winless in the last six games or something and they've barely scored goals. So again, they're very reliant on Harry Kane. I feel like that was England before the Euros. That's true. And then they just turn it on. Yeah. And then before every major tournament, England smashed the qualifiers. Yeah. yeah they win yeah. like that- 10 nil against San Marino. They win 5 nil <laughs> against like a Denmark. Lichtenstein. I mean, all these teams. And then when they get to the international tournament, they, they shoot the, shoot the bed. So maybe it's the reverse. Maybe it's the reverse. So who do you have as the top scorer? I've gone with Harry Kane. Gone with, I've Kane. gone with Harry Kane. I've gone bold. Who? I've gone Vinicius Jr. <laughs> So bold. <laughs> I like it. Vinicius Jr. has been his last season for Real Madrid has been top tier. Yeah, but and if Brazil make it, mathematically they play the most games. The, yeah, and uh, I feel like oh uh, yeah, I don't think of that. I yeah. don't think. I think Neymar will have a great tournament, but I don't think he will bag the most goals. But surely the, the danger is that the goal gets spread between like him, Richarlison, Neymar, Gabby Jesus. Gabby Jesus scored like one goal for Brazil. Rafinha, I don't know. There's like there's like a lot of them who could score goals. But Vinicius Jr. has yeah, he's been right. on the up. And he's I been, think, yeah, I great think player. He'll be top scorer. Top scorer at the World Cup. I that think is I think this will be a breakout World Cup for him. Last prediction, serious prediction we have. Where will Australia make it in the Qatar World Cup? You said final. Was your opening line to this yeah, segment? Taking the piss, a bit of hope. Um, this Australian team is, I reckon, better than the 2018 team that we had. That 2018 team was horrific. It was Plumbers and Tim Kane. No, yeah, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that. Well, this one is actually decent. There's some good young kids and there's a good A-League talent as well. Like, like Christian Volpato. Volpato, yeah, look. I, I, a lot, you know what? It happened a couple of weeks ago, but, and a lot of people are like having a go at him, blah, blah, blah. I actually don't blame him. I genuinely don't blame him. I wish him all the best. He's been done dirty by the Academy, Australian Academy. He was rejected. He was was rejected rejected by by two, two A-League clubs rejected him saying he wasn't good enough. Then Roma picked him up. He's gone to fucking Syria playing for Roma under Jose Mourinho. My favorite part was when um, Australia lost one of their World Cup qualifiers. And then on his like private Snapchat, he like had like laughing a laughing emoji. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The loss and then that like, got leaked. Whoever leaked that was a dickhead. Um, I don't blame him. He's also of Italian descent. Like he was born here, but he's, I think his family is Wasn't from Italy. Christian Vieri also like that. N- yes, but I think Vieri was more Italian than this guy. Because Vieri, I think was born in Italy, but he came and lived in Australia for a while. But who are we to talk about players that, you know, have qualified for a country by their granddad? Yeah, exactly. Half our fucking team is kind of like- Exactly, exactly, like exactly. Martin Boyle. Exactly. Harry Suter. Harry Suter is the biggest one. I love Harry Suter. I was watching like a video of like the Australia squad like arriving at Qatar and I just see like the thickest like Scottish, Scottish accent. accent. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. who the fuck is that? <laughs> That's fine, dude. Like, oh. yeah, Australia has a, a history of deeply ethnic backgrounds. Like if you look at that 2006 World Cup, half of them were like of Eastern European background, like uh, Viduka, Kuehl. Uh, no, maybe not Kuehl. Kuehl. Uh, who am I thinking of right now? I know what you mean. But you know what I mean? Like there was yeah. a lot of individuals who came from like that. Uh, Aloisi, for example, Italian. Bresciano, Italian. Yeah, those sort of guys. So like it's those sort of guys. Like, so 
like fine if this guy's choose, chosen like to try his best and try and make it to the Italian team, fair play. And I used to be against it, but nah. like, but like, but I also thought about it. Like, for example, think about me, right? If I'm an international player and my grandma was, just say Philippines, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. then I can't qualify for Australia. But all my other parents are all shit Australian. Yeah, I'm yeah, so yeah, proud of. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's not like I'm just playing for the shits and gigs. Yeah, and I, I understand his reasoning. So I like, uh, sorry to answer your question. I think Australia will be back on the plane soon, back home. Um, I think in my heart, I'd love us to come second in the group above France. So I might, it could be Denmark one, us second, but realistically, it'll probably be us third, France second, Denmark first, and Tunisia better fourth. Better than Tunisia to be fair. Better than Tunisia. We than, should be beating Tunisia. Better than Tunisia. Yeah. <laughs> I think Tunisia is the only team we sh- on paper we can beat. Which is playing at 9 p.m. on a Saturday. Which we is prime time, prime time. I have Australia getting to the round of 16. I- I'd love to see it. I genuinely love to see it, but I can't. I had them getting above Denmark, but no. based on what you've said, no. I think no they'll chance. be above France. I think France will- France, finish. yeah. It's all, it really just depends on do France shit the better. Because they've lost their core. I think people are underestimating how important that midfield is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Conte and Conte. That was disgusting, that Benzema. midfield. Ballon d'Or winner out. But Benzema didn't really start for them, did they? That's fine. Like they've still got a good attack. They've still got a great defense. They've yeah, got a great defense. The Mbappe factor, the ego, the clashing of personalities. It really, it, it yeah, that's the thing. Like France will beat themselves at this point. Like a fragile, it's like a fragile mindset, I reckon. So Australia, I think, yeah, second or third, but most likely in my opinion, third. You reckon second? I think round of 16 and then they'll crash. I out. love it. Alrighty, I've got some most likely twos which we'll run through. The first one, a very contentious one given, you know, what's been happening in the news recently. Most likely to violate the local laws. So the laws in Qatar, we know they're they're very they're not I kind of respect it in a way. They are withstanding their local traditions and yeah, their local yeah, laws yeah. and what they believe and they're not bending backwards for other countries. But it is a World Cup, so that you is need also to- the other side of the coin. We've seen re- what have we seen recently? Beer has been banned. Beer has been banned. Despite Budweiser being a major sponsor. That's, yeah. I feel like that was already like in plans for months that they were always going to ban it, but they just waited until literally the last day. To like, what it. are you going to do, Ken? Yeah, exactly. What are you going to do now? So it was a good offering by them. That is true. And, you know, they're, they're very firm on- you Like know, the LGBT and all that. Yes. Like they're very against that. So which team or player or f- whatever is going to- I've gone for fans and I think the English fans are most likely to- <laughs> Violate some laws for <laughs> sure. Actually, no. See, thing is, now that they've banned alcohol, I think they a reduce lot of, the chance for sure. Unless that you like sneak it in somehow. But I think if alcohol was involved, I'm saying definitely the English fans, or like Australian fans, like the most rowdiest fans, would probably do something to rob the Qataris the wrong way. I have. It is coming out of Group B. Have the United States of America fans? Really? No, I think I they're think they're, they're pussies. Of, I think there's a bit of arrogance about them. Nah, they're, they're cowards. I reckon. They don't have, because they don't have that like hooligan kind of culture in the US. That is true too. Which is fair. ingrained within UK culture. And and Australians, we all know, just love to get on the piss. So half the teams are also wearing teams though. They're wearing oh, armbands. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to bring up as well. The Like the one love armband. I know England, Harry Kane will wear it, but I don't think the English fans will get around it. Like they don't, yeah, mind, they, like a, they don't mind, but there's, a, there's definitely a disconnect between the fans and the players with certain social issues. Something, is there a team that will be like back, you know, the social justice side? Cause that also breaks the law, you know? I don't think any team will out and out come and have with like one massive gesture, but they'll all do little things like that, wearing the armband. Denmark are wearing an all black kit. 
what's up with that? As in like, you can't see sponsors. You can't see anything. Oh, good. Cause the whole thing is they don't want to like- Give money. Yeah, money yeah, yeah, yeah. From, from this world. I respect that. So I've, maybe the Danish fans can get amongst that and then it'll rub them the wrong way. What was that news reporter that came in? That was a Dan- there was a Danish one as well. I don't know, dude. They're targeting the Danes maybe. Uh, there's some, there's some in the waters, something brewing. Something's gonna happen. By I the reckon. time this episode comes out- Maybe something, something could have happened. Brewing. That is true. That is true. All righty, the next one. Most likely to get racially abused by football Twitter. I mean, that's an easy one. We saw it at the Euros. As soon as this, the English team, you know, gets bundled out in the quarters and the semis in penalties or- you know, some sort of dubious way. The the fans are just going to go onto their Twitter and I feel sorry for the boys already. If I'm them, I'm telling them to get off Twitter already before we... And who knows with this Elon Musk Twitter as well where anything they, goes. People are allowed back on. Exactly. exactly. We saw Andrew Tate get allowed back onto he Twitter. Back on? He's back on Twitter. Wow, that's huge. And so who knows, maybe Don, Donald Trump's back by then. Maybe he suddenly gets into soccer, goes at the US players. Who knows? US could be a shout as well. Yeah, Mexico, maybe he goes at the Mexican players. But here's, here's what I'll say. <laughs> Dare I throw in a spanner with this most likely. Other teams abusing a different team. You know, the pay, the patriotism kicks in. Oh, so I don't remember what happened in the last World Cup in terms of like that sort of stuff. Wow. But I, I feel like that happens on a normal daily basis anyway. I don't think you need a World Cup to stoke that kind of animosity yeah. between countries. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I couldn't like, yeah. I, know, think, yeah. I think English players. Like Iran versus US or something. That'd yeah, be nice I mean. and spicy. Exactly. Those sort yeah, of games. Yeah, those sort of games. You, even US versus UK, England. A lot of, that you know, could. back to 1700s or whatever. <laughs> Oh man, but I also think English players are the most- Yeah, yeah. Being I mean, most in danger, that's, unfortunately. That's unfortunate. Third one, most likely to be the office bandwagon team. I think there's three here. So you've stepped into the you know the office or whatever, Zoom call. People signed to pick up pace about World, World Cup. Cup. Yeah, right? yeah. But you know the normal people you talk to about sport and they know a bit. Then all of a sudden these random Joe yeah, yeah, and yeah. Mary are chirping up so about I think, the World Cup. I think they're chirping about probably Brazil. Because, you know, it's the biggest name, like their favorites, blah, blah, blah. But also, I think there's going to be a bit about Portugal and Argentina. You know, the Messi, Ronaldo bandwagon people will come out of the woodwork for this one as well. But I think Brazil, Argentina, Portugal are going to be the big three bandwagon ones. I had Germany for this. Nah, no, not in Australia, at least. I, don't I feel think like so. just people know Germany are like... Good. Good team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Football culture. Yeah, but those people, people are probably supporting Italy at this World Cup as well. That is true. And you just have to tell them, mate, they're not even there. That is true. I think Argentina and Portugal are a good shout. Or England. I reckon England's another bandwagon one that people- In Australia, I reckon, like, you know, people are like, oh, but you know, deci- I have- England's decisive. There are people that will back England and there are people yeah. who just completely don't want yeah, yeah, England yeah. to do well. And obviously this is after the group stages because obviously everyone will be supporting Australia until then. And then when they're on their plane back to Sydney, We'll support other teams. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What team will people be supporting? That's another one. I'm supporting the sport. I'm supporting Qatar, actually. I reckon- No, we're not at the hot takes yet. Continue. <laughs> we'll say that one. We'll go. We've just got two more to make. Most likely to sell the most fake jerseys overseas. So, you know, you go to- I've taken this as the most aesthetic jerseys. The Germany, the, the dark, the bl- like the black German kit. That is That's quality. a nice one. The Argentina none is nice. The Mexico away one, the light one. Wowie, that is a beautiful, beautiful kit. Um, and then I have last as well, the France one. Because <laughs> I think that's also just one that everyone gets around. I have, I, I've gone with France. I've gone specifically yeah. Mbappe. Oh, I think people you've are buying gone, Mbappe. Jersey. Oh, you mean just one player jersey? It doesn't matter. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because I think the aesthetic jerseys will sell up. Surely the aesthetic, because I'm looking to buy some of the aesthetic ones. But I think you walk into a store, especially in like a Bali, where they have just a fake jersey. They'll have the big names. Mbappe. Mbappe's number one, for sure. 
Last one. Most likely to be the bookies' favorite. We don't mean the, the the best odds. We mean what bet or player or team or whatever will earn the bookies the most money. Well, people bet on the most. Well, I think they're going to lose. I think Ecuador is going to make the most money. If you've read any reports this week that they're getting bribed can to we, lose to can Qatar. Can we keep that off record? Because <laughs> I have placed a bet based on that information. <laughs> so Ecuador, if you're if you're in Ecuador, just check the players' houses after the World Cup. If they're all driving Lamborghinis all of a sudden, you know what's happening. I hear there should be seven Lamborghinis. <laughs> I, think, I think a lot of people are going to be betting on like Messi or Ronaldo to be like the golden boot winner. No, sorry, not the golden boot, like golden balls, like the best player of the tournament. Um, I personally, I'm going to bet on Allison to win the golden glove for the best goalkeeper of the tournament. You think that's a bet, people? I think that's a, I think that's a good bet because you know you're thinking about it. You know, if Brazil are going to go deep, they're going to need some good performances from Allison. Could be some money there. Yeah, I have the one that will lose people the most money. I'll lose people the most. It's fine. Take it either way. Messi or Ronaldo is goal scorers. I don't yeah, think they're gonna score. I yeah. think they're both not going to score that many goals. Mm. But people are just going to think, "Oh fuck, it's Portugal versus Ghana. Ronaldo's going to bag a hat trick." Yeah, yeah, that's true. He's not even going to do that. Or he could, like he did against Spain last time. That is true. But I just, I just think no. But I think every, he's not going to do that every game. And yeah. people are just going to try and bet on it every game. If in terms of people losing money, maybe people losing money on Brazil if they don't that's go all true. the way, or France. I reckon. I reckon a lot of people. No, sorry, to win people money. I reckon people might bet on France to not make it out of the groups now. I think those. I think those sort of bets will win people money. Because the odds of France not making out of the groups were like what? Uh, I checked it the other day. They were they were favourites to win the group literally two days ago. Of course they are. So well, I don't know if this Benzema news has changed anything, but they'd still be heavy favourites to go through. So because there's always good- one or two upsets in the group stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as you back all the favourites, I reckon you're walking away with a lot of money. Yep. Alrighty. The favourite part of the the, the segment or the beautiful episode. the hot takes. Do you want to do you want to start us off with one, Sani? All right, hot takes. Number one, Qatar is making it out of the group. Fuck off. Qatar is making it out of the group. I'm telling you, Qatar- By, like, by virtue of ability or by virtue of the dollar? In, insert whatever you want there. Look, I don't, it's like Russia at the last World Cup where they made it to the quarters. Who saw that coming? Russia were the lowest ranked team at that World Cup. And they went on one of the greatest runs that we've ever seen. So yeah, I- You could at least name a Russian player. Churchesov or whatever his name was. That's well, the only one. for Real Madrid. You know yeah. what I mean? Qatar, I know. Um, I think Qatar's <laughs> making it out of the state group stages. I really do think so. I think Senegal without Mane is a big loss. Netherlands, I think, will win the group. And then Qatar, man, I'm telling you, there's something fishy going on. There's something you don't spend water. that much money on a World Cup. Just to not sc- even score. And just to even get the World Cup, sorry. And then money to sp- like hold the World Cup if your team's going to get bundled out in three games. So I think, I reckon they're going to make the round of 16 just quietly. Fair enough. That's yeah. my number one hot take. One of my hot takes. A, a few of these I've covered in you know the previous chats, but I will cover them in. My first hot take, England won't make it to the quarterfinals. Quarterfinals? Yeah, okay. Like they'll lose in the round of 16. I mean, uh, that's very possible to be honest. Highly unlikely. But it could on, happen. Based on the odds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as you've said recently, the qualifiers, they've been stinky. Yeah, yeah. And the, Gareth Southgate, I don't think any English... Every thing is what right. I've heard is everyone just backs the guy's side because he's earned it, you know. Well, he has to be fair. Yeah. Semi final of the World Cup, final of the Euros, but you won nothing. But he should have so much. And I think I don't know, they're, man. They're, they're fumble it. I don't know. Yeah, leaving, I, I disagree, but I, yeah, they're leaving players like Tamori back home. Tabby that Abraham, is that was, yeah, there, there's some Sancho. They're leaving all these, there's a bit of bias there, exactly. There, James Madison just got in the squad. 
barely. Even barely. he's had like the most goals and assists this entire season. This season minus like Haaland or something, right? Yeah, yeah. So the fact, and then you know they're just going to play five, three, two or something. Yeah, some three boring three. Midfielders. D- disgusting Lion, Kane football. and Sterling up front. Sterling to carry out of form. It. Yep, yep. Kane might score a penalty or two. They'll, they'll shoot out their way, I reckon. Yeah, fair enough. But I just don't think England will make it to the quarterfinals. I've got my next one is Spain will not make it out of the group stages. I also have Spain will crash out of the group stage. I think Japan very quietly have assembled a very decent team. Good, uh, well-organized team. And Spain on paper just don't look good. And the thing about teams like even throwing Qatar at Japan, they've got they've got more national pride in it. I feel uh, I don't want to say it because I don't know if that's racist, it's but not yeah. racist because like Spain, for example, they're like such a big team. Big football to them is Champions League every week. Yeah, yeah. You know, La Liga, Premier League. They've got this is like also a pinnacle. This is yeah, yeah. it's like their life. The smaller work. teams, Australia, throw in Australia. The it's the World Cup, you know. It's because I mean? you have to like players like teams like that. You have to work even harder just to make the World Cup. So like making a World Cup in like just even qualifying alone is like such a huge deal. Yeah, where like Spain, like whatever they expect to qualify every single tournament. And teams like Spain, like a lot of their players play for Barcelona, Real Madrid, the go. The team cohesion's not really there. Yeah, yeah. There's whereas yeah. Australia, you just know. They're all like they're all, t- and all I think Japan do that nationalistic energy, the samurai energy, bro. I, I'm being full. They they call the blue samurais. Don't look at me like that. that wasn't a racist comment. Um, I yeah, I really do think Japan's going to surprise everyone. Yeah, and as you said on paper, or I could be completely wrong. Who knows? Yeah, that's the fun of it. We can say whatever we want, and <laughs> half of them will be right. Yeah, exactly. But I just yeah, as you said, Spain not inspiring. The next one I have, Portugal won't make it out of the group stage. I thought about this. Have, their group is tough. I mean, yeah. I mean, it really depends on South Korea. Uruguay, it South Korea. It just comes down to Ghana. South Korea. Ghana, could Ghana upset. I don't think Ghana's that good. But Uruguay, South Korea, tough. Two uh, Uruguay, tough teams. I was going to say Uruguay top the group, but I don't even think that's a hot take. Because I think Uruguay as a team, special. But Uruguay have a lot of um uh, like fitness issues right now. Like their defense, half their defense is like carrying like injuries. So it really depends on if they come good. South Korea, yeah, made the round of 16 last year. Upset Germany. Upset Germany, exactly. So they're a very good team. Like similar to Japan. Song Hyun Min has a face mask or something. (laughs) No, he like broke his nose. Broke his nose, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's gonna be like Demba Bar or Fernando Torres a few years ago. LeBron with a mask where he was- Oh, LeBron mask was was good. form, so this could bring it out. So actually, yeah, that is a tough- uh, It's a disgustingly tough group. Yeah, okay, all right. My next one, Croatia will go far in this World Cup. I think everyone's thinking they've aged. They've they've aged. They were old even at the 2018 World Cup. Luka Modric is still balling. Aging like a fine wine. Exactly. And they've just got an all-around team. And I think people are underselling them based on the age factor. Mm. I think they'll still go far. And my friends, I have a last hot take and it'll just sum up the whole thing. This will go down as the world. Oh, fuck. My last hot take today, and I think it's the one I want to drive home. You know, the message I want to drive home to everyone out there. This will go down as the worst World Cup ever. Agreed. One of the World Cups of all time. It's just the juju's just off from the beginning. And I'm my where I'm coming from is as a salty Australian fan because we were a part of the bid to get the 20, been 20 minutes down the road. We were in the bidding process. Apparently, we paid forty million for our bid that year. So it was like us, US, Japan, no, England were in it as well. Yes, England were in it. England apparently only paid five million for their bid. Like they barely even tried. And then Qatar, who you know, God knows how much they paid in bribes to get it. But apparently, they they so what I've been reading is the like it, it's very obvious. Like 
they just lobbied the hardest for it. So like they went to all the executive members who could vote and they literally just wined and dined and- Lined them, lined their pockets. You know, bought them houses, bought them whatever. And apparently all the other countries didn't really do it because, you know, they're all democratic countries. So there's a lot of like checks and balances. You can't just be throwing money under the table. Also don't have the money. Also don't have the money. Yeah, that's also the big thing. Qatar- FIFA World Cup bid. Yeah, exactly. Like it would be, if you're an Australian politician and you're like the sports minister or whatever, and you're like, oh, you know, we're going to allocate hundred million for bribes. Obviously you wouldn't say that, but if it came out, you'd lose your job just like that. Exactly. And like thing is like, I think one of the reasons they gave it to Qatar, well, obviously apart from the bribes was that they wanted to give it to a country who hasn't hosted it before. Because all the other countries, all the other countries had hosted it before. Why not give it to Australia? Literally, why not give it to Australia? Like off the top of my head, I can think of, like you said, I can think of three stadiums just in Sydney alone. Already built. That could host a World Cup game tomorrow if we wanted to. Exactly. Like that. And then there's no issues with like not having to sell beer here. Bro, we beer is our national drink. Exactly. You can get it off the tap here, literally in everyone's house. You know, you know. Have you seen the accommodation of people in Qatar, where there's like fire festival, where they're living in like they're actually living in tents and shit. Again, we have all the infrastructure for that. We have every single city in Australia has hotels, Airbnbs. Like Melbourne has again three like stadiums that could host a World Cup game tomorrow as well. It's the fact that Qatar hosting it makes zero sense. It makes zero minus sense financially. Yeah, obviously. For, for FIFA. It is. And Not then for the world. And they had to move the World Cup to November because it's too you hot. You move it because it's too hot. And then like you're seeing videos now of players training. Wales had to stop training because it's too hot. Yeah, but it was like 30 degrees. They were being soft. But again, another reason, Australia, you could have it in June, July here in Australia because that's our winter. Exactly. Max it's is going to get to like 23, 24 max. And even then I doubt it. Like there's, I can't think, of, the only reason why they wouldn't give it to Australia is because of the time zone. The time zone here is fucked. Like a game, for example, if a game was at, in, in Sydney, a game kickoff at 7 p.m., for example, that's like 10 a.m., 9 a.m. in Europe. Yeah, you're losing a lot of the- You're losing, even so an earlier game, a 5 p.m. kickoff here is like 4 a.m., 5 a.m. So you're losing a lot of the European market, but Asia's only a couple hours behind us. That's a huge market. America, again, so I think if it's 7 p.m. here, it's probably maybe 10 p.m. there or something. So still pretty good timing. It's like prime the time. You lose your game. Exactly. You just bigger markets. Exactly, and it's the World Cup, so surely- People are waking up for it. Oh, we're waking up. Exactly, like, exactly. Waking every second day to watch some games. So yeah, the only, yeah, the big problem is because none of our games would be prime time in Europe, but literally infrastructure, we have all the stadiums. You wouldn't have to move it to another month. You can have it in June, July. We, you know, you, we have no issues with anyone and everyone can come here. You don't have to change who you are. We have all the hotels and stuff like that. There's literally- The FIFA president will have to come in and say some outrageous things. (laughs) Yeah, can can I read the Infantino quote from yesterday? That was outrageous. But yeah, I think it's going to be a horrible World Cup. Well, so you get that up first. And the fact that they had nothing built, no stadiums, how many, you know, let's chuck in human rights, why not? So many people have to die just to make the stadiums. They're still building fan zones right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's what, we're recording this on Sunday, less than like 24, 48 hours, they're still building shit. And even if you want to go by the you know the football heritage, I know Australia doesn't have much, but Qatar has zero. Exactly. Australia have at least qualified. This will be our sixth World Cup, fifth in a yeah, row. Qatar postponed their local league. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. One or two months ago, just to practice for the World Cup. Yeah, exactly. So they just fucked off a league so they could prepare for this. This is the only time they've ever qualified for a World Cup was because they fucking bought the World Cup. So FIFA president Gianno Infantino at a news conference in Qatar yesterday said, today I feel Qatari. Today, I feel Arab. Today, I feel African. Today, I feel gay. Today, I feel disabled. 
Today, I feel a migrant worker. I know what it feels like to be discriminated. I was bullied because I had red hair. How what, 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 what hair does he have in that <laughs> Yeah, he, This man looks like Johnny Sins, bro. He's <laughs> fucking bald. Dude, That's, and the way, he, did you watch a video of how you read it? He, no, I don't like, actually. Full series, I don't like, want to. Like in such slow pace, like I am Qatari. Like, as if he's delivering some powerful message. Today, I feel gay. Today, I feel disabled, bro. Yeah, I'm sure all the gay people out there are really happy that you are giving them some sort of representation. I just have a bad feeling, bro. There's going to be like a gay- No, the thing is, right? Everyone says- couple going to advocate for their human rights. I just feel like the Qatari police- Everyone says something's going to happen. The thing is, like, we'll never know. Like with the Russian World Cup, everyone says it was like, it was all fine, but we never knew what actually happened. Like anything that bad that happens will just get swept under the carpet and you'll never hear about it. No, because I feel like the Russian World Cup, there wasn't a heavy- Western media agenda against it. And there probably should have been, to be honest. Should have been, but the Qatari one, huge, huge. agenda against And maybe them. that is racially motivated. It could, it could be. be, it could be. Disrespect to the local and laws. To be honest, there should have been as much scrutiny on Russia as there was on Qatar. I'll put that out there. To be fair, when both of those got announced, it was both were. Both were stinkers. But it's just the fact that leading up to the world, it's just bad juju, bro. Like, the way, uh, you know, a week ago, some Danish reporter went and then they just got told to stop filming. Yeah. Just cause. Just cause. And then you read on like, for example, the soccer subreddit or Twitter or something, people are like, some guy just tried to take a photo of a building and then the police came up and said, delete the photo. Yeah, yeah. Like that sort of thing, right? If they don't want people to come there, why do they want the World Cup? And then like two days before, they just banned beer. You yeah. Know? There's this whole question mark over it and then leading up to it, it's like yeah it'll be in allocated areas not to know. mention um all the fake fans and all that shit yeah that they I've been paid seeing. like <laughs> they tried to deny that that's them they're what do like, you mean they're like oh they're like from india yeah, well like, no so they are but i'm pretty sure they they're they i'm pretty sure they are the migrant workers who are over there who built the stadiums and now they're getting paid to do this as well yeah i think they're saying they've just flown over from india as big oh yeah fans that's what they're yeah, claiming right, okay all right and it's the fact that the beer thing it rubs me such a wrong way because there's been months they could have fucking declared it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not going to do it. And it's fine. If they wanted to do that from the beginning, that's fine. Yeah, just don't, don't honeypot us. Don't yeah, fucking exactly. bait and switch. Get everyone whilst they're already there. And then you say beer's banned, but it's not banned for the corporate boxes. You know that, right? Yeah, I saw that. What I saw that. that? So it, it's, it's, yeah. it's outrageous. And I'm just- But nothing's going to happen. Like nothing will come of it. We can, I, we can I, yell into this mic as long as we want and everyone can you know tweet as much as they want, but nothing's yeah. going to happen. All right. This is the attitude of- what, what, what you gonna do? You know, Qatar's exactly. like, you're already here, bro. Exactly, what, what he, literally. The, the tournament's gonna happen. The players are gonna play. We're gonna They'll watch. make their money. We're gonna watch. All righty, friends. That brings us to the end of this World Cup extravaganza. Let us know your thoughts on the World Cup. By the time this goes out, we'll be a few match days in. It would have kicked off. Some of the predictions, hot takes, we've made might already be wrong. Who knows? But let us know your thoughts. Um, DM us on Instagram. We love seeing all your messages. Comment down below. If you're on YouTube, let us know your thoughts of the World Cup. If there's any sort of World Cup content you want to see from us, maybe if you want some betting tips, if you want some more predictions, hot takes, different games surrounding it, let us know. We'll be sure to add in a little hot, hot World Cup flavor throughout the next few weeks when it's going on. Um, hopefully all the other boys are here. Sends left early. Rahit never came. Kush. Don't know. I don't know. But let us know and we'll see you guys next week.